0: Hello and welcome. I'm Dr. Kenitra Bryant and today's motivational aim targets your identity is not in their words. Thanks for joining me and for those who are tuning in for the first time, I'm in the middle of a series entitled Identity Crisis and this series targets the dangers associated with a person thinking their identity is in their past, their mistakes, their accomplishments, their ailments, or If a person identifies themselves with someone else's words other than God's words. So I encourage you to listen to parts one through five of this series, but I am addressing the motivational aim. As I just stated, your identity is not in their words. When I was in elementary school, I heard this little saying a lot And that statement was sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. And I always heard somebody say that right after someone clowned them, made fun of them, or said some hurtful statement, or if somebody was just teasing, mocking, or bothering somebody. Now the phrase is often used as a defense mechanism against the hurtful words spoken against someone. And to be honest, The phrase is not defending anyone from anything at all. If we just took some time to break down this statement, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Okay, yes, sticks and stones, if used in a violent manner or in a way that endangers someone, will break someone's bones, and that will hurt. But the body is a resilient machine that God created. There are countless people who've broken bones, and over time, with the right care, the right treatment, and constant monitoring, they were restored and healed. Now, it's amazing how someone can tell somebody something using their words, and they will be so distraught, despondent, depressed, and down for not just a day, It could possibly take a person 60 years or more, 20 years or more, three months or more, a week or more to get over the hurtful things, the hurtful words somebody told them. So if we revisit the phrase, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me, for some people, that statement is very misleading. When a person tells you something about yourself apart from what God declared about you, that is a straight up lie. But what do you do when a person tells you lies and hurtful things and you value this person and you place this person in a place of high esteem and importance because of your love and admiration for this individual? How do you really feel when someone projects words that are contrary to God's word to you. And if I were to take a guess, I don't think you are ecstatic and excited when somebody tells you some things that are hurtful. And I don't believe that when somebody tells you some hurtful things that trigger insecurities that you're already battling, I don't think anybody is just ready to say, (laughs) sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Nobody, well, I can't say nobody, but I don't think anyone, I don't believe anyone, is even thinking about that phrase. They're not thinking about that phrase because over time, individuals realize words do hurt. Words carry weight. Words leave a long-lasting impact in an individual's life. And I believe individuals listening, have engaged, or are currently dealing with someone saying something about them that does not align with what God's word says about them. Are we to pout and live in a constant state of despondency or depression as if we believe these people's false statements? Absolutely not but this is where seeking God and reading his word and praying to him equips you to extinguish Satan's lies about you, your family, your dreams, your God-honoring desires, and your purpose. Constantly hearing something about you over and over again will take root in a positive or a negative way. A manifestation occurs when someone speaks positive God-honoring fruit-filled words or negative, hateful, evil words. Have you ever seen how a person responds when someone declares something positive or negative to them or about them? The expressions that they display regarding the words that were projected on them are as different as night and day. And let's think about you. And let's think about me. If I were to come up to you or you were to come up to me and say something negative, hateful, disrespectful, or if you were to express some disparaging comment about me or if I were to do that to you, or if I were to talk about your life or you were to talk about what I have going on, or you pinpointed an insecurity within me and I received those words or you received those hateful, evil words, in a sense, we've exacerbated the issue that was going on within. Now, after hearing those words over and over and over again, something takes place where a person is hindered spiritually and physically to navigate freely in the truth of God's word and the world because of those hurtful statements and those hurtful words. And it can take years to heal. It can take years to get a revelation or an understanding to receive what God has promised a person in his word. And the same is relevant in a scenario if I'm declaring God's word to you. If I'm telling you how blessed you are and I'm letting you know that God honoring qualities you embody The great things God has for you. How you're on top and not the bottom. How you're above and not beneath. How you're a lender and not a borrower. How you're empowered. How you're resilient. How your identity is in Christ. How you're loved. How you're protected. How you're covered. How you're blessed. How you are one of a kind. There's nobody like you. You are dynamic. You're awesome. You're set apart. Those words carry weight. Those words will cause a person to feel a certain way and then operate a certain way. And they'll manifest certain things in their lives differently from someone who is receiving hurtful words and hurtful statements. So yeah, sticks and stones, they break bones, but words have power. Words can either heal or hurt. So the childhood phrase is not all that powerful or deep. In a sense, is incomplete. And you know how it feels when someone says something to you, whether it's positive or negative. And that is why one shouldn't play with their words. The words they declare on others, the words they declare over themselves, and the words they declare over their loved ones should be analyzed carefully because it is not a game. And I encourage you. If you haven't already, to listen to the Watch Your Mouth series, where I break down the importance of utilizing words and the impact words have. You have some people who throw words around, and when someone is not going to receive the trashy words they are throwing around that go against God's word for their lives, they holler, Oh my goodness, you're just so sensitive. It was just a joke. You you need to loosen up. You are just too serious. Oh, my gosh. You take everything someone says literally. My goodness. See, statements like that let me know some people don't want to be held accountable for throwing words at people that don't agree with my God-given identity in Christ. So when someone checks someone on what they said, That does not align with God's word about them. They have the audacity to get upset. And who cares if these people get upset about throwing crazy words that are fruitless. Or they project words that are fruitless on you or your loved ones and you correct them. Who cares about that? You correct it and move forward. Let them say what they're going to say. But at least you checked them on that and you didn't receive it. And then you don't believe what they say. You have some people in some circles, social circles, they think it's okay. They call their friends and their girlfriends, their homegirls, they BFFs, bees and hoes and skanks. And they use this as an endearing term. Just because somebody calls their granny, their mother, their sister, their friends, and their neighbors, those derogatory words, don't run up on me saying that and don't run up on anybody who I love identifying them as that because you think that's an endearing term. Now, that may be acceptable in your social group, but in my social space, in my social group, none of us play that. And then individuals need to be careful saying certain things and certain words to people because you will run up on the wrong person one day and say the wrong thing. And don't get mad with the consequences that are associated with your actions and your words. But you have some people who run up on people and say, B, you know you need to stop. B, you need to chill, B. Uh Uh-uh. That kind of stuff needs to be shut all the way down. And who cares if people get mad? They could be laughing and talking. And once they say that, um, what? Don't you ever call me that again. You can identify me by my name that God gave me. Or you can identify me as a child of God or a promise-filled word from God. But that's not cool or acceptable. And it goes contrary to who God says you are. And it's not only in social circles. And see, that's the kind of stuff when you correct people on. Oh, my gosh. I mean, they just don't like the fact that you corrected them. They don't like that. That's all. And it really doesn't matter because the next time they address you, I bet, I bet, They won't run up on you saying that because they're going to get that lesson again. You got to take them to school all over again. Now you have some people who are at war within themselves because of the words someone projected on them during their formative childhood years. And as a result, a traumatic experience or a challenging season happened all because someone used their words to negatively shape a person's identity in defeat, hate, discord, slander, or even death. And you know the evil, hateful, demeaning words people have said to you that go totally against God's word? You know the words people declared to you, stating that you would never be anything, you were nothing, you would never amount to anything, you were just dumb, you're dumb just like so-and-so, you're stupid, you'll end up like so-and-so, or that's why nobody wants you and nobody would ever X, Y, Z with you because of ABC qualities you have. You know, and I'm not referring to constructive correction. I'm referring to words used as a tool to demean one's identity apart from God's declared word about the person. And some people grow up with those negative words and it is evident in their adult years in everything they do and say about themselves because of those words that stuck with them. A lot of people live according to the negative, hurtful, regressive, hateful words someone projected on them or their situation. It could have been a family member, a close friend, somebody in their neighborhood. It could have been anybody. And that's why it is of extreme importance to know what God says about you, know who God says you are, and know without a doubt that you are valuable to Jesus Christ and what God's Word says about you, you can do. And how do you know what God's Word says about you regarding your identity in Christ? You have to read God's Word to get that information. And you might ask, I mean, where is God's Word found? God's word about you is found in the Bible. That's where God's word is found. And you might ask, how do I read the Bible? Well, the way that you read the Bible is, I'm not saying this disrespectfully or sarcastically, but you open up the Bible and you start reading. And you might ask, I mean, how do you start? I'm not saying this disrespectfully or sarcastically, but I'm saying the way that you start is you either get a physical Bible or you download a Bible app and you begin reading. You just start. And somebody might ask, okay, how do I get an understanding? What kind of translation do I get? And the way that you gain understanding is you ask God for understanding as you read the Bible. And you ask and pray to God for wisdom because he said he will give it to you. And then as you do that and you begin taking these action steps of reading God's word, God will reveal to you in his word what his word says about you as it relates to your identity. And that will transform your heart, your mind, your spirit, your body, and your soul. And someone might ask, I mean, how will I be able to see the words that God confirmed Regarding my identity in Christ. The way that you start is you start reading God's word. And then when you begin coming across those words that pinpoint your identity in Christ. You start declaring those out loud. And one that you already know is that you're blessed. You keep reading God's word. and you find out God said that you're empowered. Then you read God's word. You find out, oh man, God said I'm covered. Then you read God's word some more. And it says that you're on top. Then you read some more and God confirms that your identity is you're loved. And you just keep going on from there. But you declare those things out loud. So when any words come to you or they're said about you that go against what God says about you, you fight that and you declare God's word and you cancel that out. But it's got to get done. The more you read and know what God said about you, the more you can say the very thing God said about you. And you can also say what God says about his children to others who are facing discouragement and dealing with hurtful words that somebody else projected onto them. Your identity is not in what someone said about you. Your identity is in what God says about you. We are to focus on God's word as it relates to what he says about our family, our situation, our life, our loved ones, our future, our present, our achievement, and our relationship with him. So if someone said, you're good for nothing, reject that lie and declare God's word about you. God's word declares that you are a masterpiece created in Christ to do good things that he planned for you long ago. If someone says, man, you're a loser." And even if you called yourself a loser, reject the lie. God said that he leads us along in Christ's triumphal procession. If somebody said that you're dead weight, you'll never progress. You are never moving forward. Reject the lie. God said that you're chosen, you're precious, you're holy, you are a royal priesthood, and you are honored in God's sight. If someone said that you're a troublemaker, reject the lie. God said you are strong and courageous. If someone said that you are a statistic, let them know that they are a statistic too. If they want to be technical, everyone living is counted for something as it relates to the collection of quantitative data and research. So ask them exactly what spectrum of the statistical scale And what research study they are referring to when they come at you with this statement that you are a statistic. If someone says that you're always going contrary to the crowd and this and that, let them know because you're set apart. That's why. If somebody said that you're a failure, reject the lie. God said that you are righteous and even when you fall, you rise again. If someone said that you are a reject, an outcast, and you don't belong, reject the lie. God said that you are his, we are his people, we are set apart, and we are the sheep of his pasture. So no longer allow the words that don't align with God's word about you become or shape your identity. Your identity is in God's word. Start purposefully aligning your words with God's words, which always lead to life, purpose, and promise. And the scripture I would like to leave you with is Proverbs, the 18th chapter and the 21st verse, which reads, The tongue has the power of life and death, and those who love it will eat its fruit. And I want to encourage you with God's word about the words you receive and the words you should reject in your life. And also be mindful of the words you declare towards others because as we just read in scripture, the tongue has the power of life and death and those who love it will eat its fruit. There are some people who don't understand the power of their words. Their words shape their future, their present circumstances and could possibly delay their recovery from past events if not checked and properly aligned with what God's word says about them. Some people cancel out what they want to come to fruition in their lives because they possibly are declaring and stating phrases and things they don't really believe about themselves, but they are just saying what is quote-unquote cool, hip, or in that moment. And this can happen when somebody is in a group with friends and they're saying the wrong things to each other about somebody, even if they're joking. Words should never be a joking matter when you're declaring someone's destiny. And you have some instances when somebody is saying the wrong things over and over again and they don't understand the impact it has. This can happen when someone is singing a song. And I'm not talking about a praise and worship song to God. I'm referring to those songs that amp you up, that hype you up, that you jamming in the car, you jamming when you work out, jamming when you cleaning up those songs you can find yourself saying things that you shouldn't be saying and not realizing you are canceling out the very thing that you are believing God for because of what you're declaring in a song not realizing the power of those words and the power that's taking place and it can happen even when you're quoting commercials and there there's one commercial in particular that I first heard back in 2012 and I remember my family, my friends, and my students and coworkers. we were laughing and joking about this commercial. And we were saying this commercial and this phrase over and over again, just laughing. And then I started to see the founders of the commercial and the company of this commercial, they were on billboards in the city, their business boomed, and they are well-known. And nearly everybody in the greater Houston, Texas area and in the state of Texas probably knows about this commercial. Now, the company promoting this phrase in their commercials, I don't believe this is a bad company whatsoever. The people, I don't believe that they're wicked people. But that commercial put some things in perspective for me when I realized, hey, I need to watch my words because in a sense, you can be joking and putting things in motion in your life, and you're laughing at it now, but you won't be laughing later. And I got this revelation one day, and when I heard the commercial a year after it came out, I said, uh, I'm, this not funny. I'm not laughing about this anymore. I'm not saying this anymore. Matter of fact, when I hear this commercial to this day, I turn it off. And I shared this revelation with some of my family and friends, and they were saying, you know what? You are right. You are probably right because that same commercial is getting some positive, beneficial traction because of the success and the wittiness of the commercial. Like I said, the commercial came out in 2012, and this year, 2020, They have not updated the commercial whatsoever, and that commercial still plays. And the members of that company, they are making money, okay? They are cashing out because of the success of the phrase that they used in that commercial. It was so witty and so smart what they did, where people interviewed them and asked them, what made you come up with that commercial? It's just so catchy. And they shared it. But what happens is every time that commercial plays, you don't know how many thousands of people listen to it, bust out laughing, then say what the commercial said, and then it happens to them. So you have to be careful. That's how I believe the company's cashing out. Now, I don't believe they did that with some malicious intent, but people are declaring things. And that's the same thing with songs. We have to analyze our words and not be afraid or scared to put somebody in their place in a respectful way when they tell us something or they project something onto us that has nothing to do with God's word for you. Our words will either provide life-changing encouragement or destruction in our lives or the lives of others. We have to watch what we say because our words have an effect. And Satan, in a sense, he wants you to hear destructive words and believe them. He doesn't want you to hear or read encouraging words about you or your situation because he hopes to keep you in bondage. And he even hopes that you will use your own words, negative words, against yourself. If words were not powerful, he wouldn't use this as one of his weapons perverting God's plan for your life. And the way that you fight back, is you declare what God's word says about you in your depressed state, your sad state, the moments where you feel like you can't move on or go on. And it's tough, but that's when it's time to kick it in overdrive and begin declaring what God's promised word says about you. Even if you feel sad doing it, it must be done. It's not a game. Your identity is not in the negative words that someone declares or projects on you. As I said a lot of times during this podcast episode, your identity is in God's word regarding your life. Never forget that. Thank you all for tuning in. Visit drkenitrabryant.com to download the Identity Crisis devotional on the site You can order inspirational apparel and you have the option to connect with me on Instagram at Aim Towards the Target. I have a few Bible plans on the YouVersion Bible app that you can check out. But for those who want to use the Bible plans as an individual or group Bible study, you can download those Bible plans directly from my website. Enjoy the remainder of your day. Peace and God bless.